couple of episodes ago when we started and you had the stupid case of the giggles. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. That was just, I don't know what happened. That was absolutely ridiculous. I'm going to try and see if it's that It's that not water. the water. Oh, that my God. That is the only thing no. in between drinking the water and the last. That is the stupidest idea that it came from I'm the gonna water. I'm going to try it tomorrow. Okay, sure. <laughs> if, if, if it will put your mind at ease. Yeah. How, how are you, pregnant lady? Um, today went really slow. I've been pretty lethargic, but overall in good health. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Mm. We have on Thursday, because I'll just bring this up now because I sort of had a micro pants shitting moment just then. Uh, we have the meditation with the doula, but that's on Thursday. Thursday, Friday, yeah. and Saturday. It's a so three-day meditation. It's, it's a non-negotiable. Non-negotiable. And last week, I'm like pushing a roll cage on on Thursday, last last <laughs> Thursday, and I'm like pushing the roll cage and going down like aisle A, and then it, all's good, all's good. You know, I'm dominating as usual. <laughs> and, and then all of a sudden, my eyes just widen and my face, just all the blood drains from my face while I'm charging through, and I'm like, fuck, did we have that meditation this morning? <laughs> so- uh, and that was and that was. I said no, yeah. it isn't because so I had fun. the exact same moment that Thursday, <laughs> probably in the morning, or it could have been at the same time. Yeah, because it was during the day. Yeah, but I'm like, no, no, it was next week. Why would she? Yeah. What is the point of the meditation? Well, it's the practice during. It's preparing us for like a conscious birth, both of us in a pregnancy. So is it? Is breathing. it? We get a meditation tool to basically practice now from we yes. learn it over these three days and then we just compl- continue to sort yeah. of repeat it, make it a daily practice yeah. for the rest of the pregnancy. Well, pretty much. Yeah. Oh, okay, right. Because yeah. I actually didn't even, I don't even know. I haven't asked an awful lot of questions. I've, I've left a lot of the pregnancy stuff to you. Yeah. <laughs> and I've contributed in- and, and, In monetary know. ways. Well, obviously, we've got different roles in, yes. in this situation, but- uh, I, I basically, you know, when, when I'm required, when you need me for information or I need to participate in something, obviously I'm there. Yes. Uh, and, and <laughs> yeah, I, I'm trying to make this. <laughs> I'm like, it probably sounds really bad, like I'm shirking pregnancy responsibility, but <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> You're not. I feel like I'm not doing enough at the moment, which is, I mean, it's ridiculous because the baby's growing within me. So, but because you're at work and you're saying how hard you're working and you're talking about, you know, making sure that you're, you know, up to your standard and maintaining that standard. And, you you know, now you've got like nearly, the, you know, I mean, everyone or everyone's really happy with your performance and they want to put you on full time and you're getting all these like opportunities. And I'm sitting at home going, um, I, I just really wanted a cheeseburger today. <laughs> like, how am I going to get a cheeseburger without going to Macca's? Can I possibly make myself my own patty? But will that really say? <laughs> That's the kind of thing that goes through my head during the day. As if now with your like chef skills, your newly your newly found chef skills, you wouldn't be able to whip something up to make I yourself could probably a cheeseburger. Do that, yeah. Or did then you I'd want? Was to- it a Macca's cheeseburger in particular you wanted? Um, it was in particular, but I don't really want it because I know how garbage it is and I cannot put that in my body. Yeah. So um, I know that there's actually a couple of, you know, the reels that I watch or the food reels. Yes. There's I'm a guy familiar. There's a guy that remakes like KFC chicken yeah, right. and like cheeseburgers and all of that. Does so, he know the recipe of the 11 secret herbs and spices? Yeah, I think everyone does now. I, I think, think it's, it's yeah, I think it's long <laughs> since been leaked. Yeah. It's- <laughs> Yeah, the kernel, the kernel yeah. will be turning in his grave. I think he used um, cornflakes too, and it's like that crunch. Cornflakes is a good uh, what do you yeah. batter? What do you call it? 
um, crumb, like mm. a crumb. Yeah, a crumb, yeah. Yeah. No, it's in. very high. I've seen it a few times now. Even, excuse me, I think I ate too much. Right. And I'm burping, but a little bit of vomit's coming up. That's so nice. It's just the way it is. That's so nice. No, it wasn't that. It was the honey ginger lemon tea that was too sweet. Okay. That's what's making me sick. Well, you made it. I know. I shouldn't have put the ginger in because it's a ginger cordial. It's not actually ginger. It is really stupid stupid. because I don't really, I didn't want it. Why did I put that in and the honey at the same time? Sorry, I forgot we were recording for a second. Yeah. Do you remember what you were saying? We were talking about cornflakes. Making cheeseburger. You're making a cheeseburger. Not going to McDonald's. (laughs) This is the kind of stuff that goes through my head during the day. Right. And whereas you're talking, thinking about the future and the economy and how we're going to, like, be able to survive under the roof, which is good because, I mean, that's, you know, that's your role. And so you really much you can do I'm the, I'm the organizer and the doula I'm my, my organizing has been sanctioned by the doula so yeah, that is my responsibility it. yes masculine yeah so yeah, absolutely and I have I'm to I have to order family. us and, and bring yeah. us into some sort of structure and uh, mm. organization so that we know what the shit is actually going on and I get to remain be um, I get to remain being chaotic well yeah I, I guess I guess that's right you, or you get to just remain doing what, what it is that you need to do you chaotic. have the. You can do what chaos, you need to do. Chaos, but it's a good chaos. It's creativity, Absolutely. inspiration. Well, you you made another jumper today. I made a beautiful jumper today. I'm wearing it now. It's very comfortable. I love it. It's lovely. I really like the the patterns. Quite nice on it. Yeah. The material's really good. I oh, you got big puffy sleeves and stuff, which is kind of fun. It is really fun. I've made three dresses and a jumper. Look at you go. Yeah. When are you going to start making something for my wardrobe? When I'm finished making my stuff. <laughs> and I think we have to get fabric for you for shorts and for um, summer. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. That's probably, yeah, the, the next thing. Yeah. You, maybe tomorrow we can get you a, a, um, a, some fabric. Yeah, we'll see. We'll, we'll have a look around. I've got my day off tomorrow. So how how is it actually me going off to work? Is it really... Does it grind on you? Like not in the, not in the sense that it's frustrating I go to work, but do, do you feel the pressure? No. Well, that's good. That's good. Well, because you say, because you know how you say that yeah, me say, going yeah. to work, I'm working hard and, doing it, and you feel like you're sitting at home not doing anything. Yeah. It's like, does that create a pressure it's, cooker It's not as bad as it was um, when we were at Bacchus. Not nearly, and like with lockdown and all that. No, no, it's not as bad as that. It's at the moment making sure that I'm not doing at least one productive thing in the day, like in terms of one, like actioning one thing, actually physically doing something. Yeah, so yeah. making a jump pad today, that was my, I wanted to complete it because I nearly finished it, um, but I finished it off today. Mm. Um, the the Was it yesterday? It's quite good. Like it looks like the quality of the, uh, the, 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 the seam stressing seems quite good. <laughs> Like it doesn't look. You I haven't made, got loose threads falling everywhere. And- no, I'm. I'm very. Um, no, like the whole cooking thing where I'm becoming really like intricate and making sure that I've yeah. got all the measurements and every, like just weirdly good at cooking. Um, yeah, I'm just paying it more attention, more alert, and more focused on what I'm doing when I'm being. Creative. What are you going to do when you're not incubating a child? Uh, I'm just keep incubating me. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think it, it's here to stay. It's just this shift that's yeah. come from reali- realizing that I don't have to be in that survival mode. I don't have to be in that stress. I don't have to be in that pressure cooker. And that pressure cooker wasn't even – it was I was putting pressure on my own self. Like I posted on my stories, I mean, you probably see yesterday, um, 
that I explained a little bit of my like just leaving my work, putting it to the side. But there's reasons for it. It's, and it's I think I said it's not that I didn't care about my work either. I absolutely loved and adored everything that I did and I came across astrology, human design. I'm still for it. I'm still for energy healing. It's not that it was not like it was fake. It was the I was putting so much pressure on myself to make it my purpose. I was forcing it on myself, which isn't kind of coming from an authentic place. And I burnt out. Mm. And I burnt out a long time ago and I kept pushing it and pushing it, which, you know, didn't help. But now that I've kind of realized that and come out of it, I'm being more intentional. I'm pulling back a little bit. I'm not – if I haven't done a lot in the day, but I've like if I finish the jump, like I finished it around 2.30 and then – I laid down because my back was really sore <laughs> and I um, I just watched a Christmas movie. And then, I mean, Miles came in, my nephew, and then we watched another movie. So it was just like one of those days. But I didn't feel bad for not even starting the next piece that I wanted to do or um, creating another clay uh, vase that I wanted to do. Like I'm just going to be like, it's just what it is. And sometimes I'm genuinely tired and I cannot do it. Mm. And I'm like, I have to be okay. I have to honor myself that way too. Because it's not, it's obviously, it's not the baby itself, right? We use it as a, we say it like jokingly. It's not the baby that's made you good in the kitchen. No, no, no. It's not the baby that's made you a good seamstress at this point. It's obviously, I feel as though it's a whole, it contributes in the sense that you all of a sudden have a significantly greater consciousness of your own body and what's going on Mm. and and what you're doing. You're a lot more aware, I guess, of what you're doing during the day. Now, because you kind of have to be. Yeah. But also, yeah, I mean, me going off to work, the situation now as it is, it's, it's a lot more organized and structured than what it was. So, it's less chaotic. So, there's less pressure on you. Yeah. And so, perhaps do you think that now it just it's just provided a, a sense of real focus about anything that you, that you decide to do? If you want to go and make something for yourself, you have the time and yeah. you have the patience now and the opportunity to really mm-hmm. uh put something together a lot more consciously than what you would have were previously doing. Yeah. Cause I tried to make stuff and it was, they were awful. They were awful when I was trying to sew and it was, it was very weak. It wasn't coming from a place of high quality. I was like, I just want to do it. Most of it just kind of fell apart or I just threw it out. It didn't fit. I cut it the wrong way. Um, it, it was just like all these odd shapes. Cause you seem like you're in your element with it now. Yeah. I really enjoy it cause yeah. I'm paying attention and I've learned a lot like watching mama um so she's sewn all her life which means like i've been watching her for say i reckon about 20 years and i just picked it up like i remember things that she tells me about how to finish things when to overlook so it you have clear clean lines underneath inside as well it yeah so i'm just kind of taking it all on board just goes to show and it is so you know like a tired old kind of cliche type thing but it's like when you focus and pay attention and you put your mind into mm. what it is that you're doing obviously you're going to produce a much higher quality whatever it is that you're doing and you know I, I, perhaps it is again another kind of lesson for us to have the experience of the survival you know mm. smashing things together in the pressure of trying to survive and not really producing something as high quality as what it could have been yeah. you know if you weren't in that sort of headspace if yeah. you weren't in that kind of environment and we've had the we've gone from that extreme to now a completely different situation where it's that that in that pressure is kind of gone and so now you're actually able to sit back and or not sit back but you're able to create things now mm. to a lot higher standard than what you were able to do before. Yeah. And so it's probably, again, like it's another lesson for us. Absolutely. In this when it comes to what is it that we want to do yeah. and how can we 
ensure that yeah we're absolutely depressurizing as much as possible and we're enjoying ourselves yeah and in, just yeah. enjoying it de de-emphasizing you yeah. know the, the need for a certain outcome mm. and just doing something just because it's fun to do or it's enjoyable mm. and i really feel like yeah making that kind of pivot has has played a, a large role in this yeah it also like makes you really appreciate moments in life, like just the simple moments and being able to actually enjoy the process rather than just wanting to get to the end like we were. We just wanted to have the money. We just wanted to have a lot of clients. We just wanted to have all of this stuff. Whereas like we weren't actually enjoying the process anyway. We were yeah. rushing the process. We were forcing the process. And it didn't get us anywhere. It got us to burnout, no clients, no money. And then when it comes time and sometimes you do have to give up, I'm not going to say that you, you don't, you just have to be patient. You don't give up. It's like sometimes you do have to let things go. As soon as you let things go, you create space and clarity comes in and goes, okay, well, this is probably why you feel the need to let this go. It's actually really healthy. It's not just to clarify. It's not letting go of the desire. It's not letting go no, of the vision. It's the, and the, and the clenching want. onto it. It's, it's, letting, it's letting go of the perhaps the, the route that you had selected mm. uh, to get there. Yeah, right. And going, um, so it's not, it's not saying, okay, forget it. Forget the house. Forget the vision that we had, the no. home, the wealth, all that. Forget that. We don't want that anymore. You know, it's too hard. We couldn't do it. So, let's just give up on it. It's not giving up on that. It's going, well, you know, we, we made a calculation. We took risks and we decided to go down that route. And we were really trying to push that route and, and squeeze it for all it's worth. Mm. And it was just continuing to, you know, there was, there was nothing coming from it. You know, it was bone dry. We're trying to squeeze moisture out of it. And mm. it was done. It was done. And, you know, we just kind of had to come to that real realization that, but, yes, okay, it's, it's time now to let this go. Yeah. Let, let that particular route go and recalibrate yeah. and then try and set ourselves on more sturdy ground and perhaps resurvey the the scene now that we're currently within yeah it's kind of like sit, just take a seat for a second mm. just just sit on the bench like you're you're mm. running and running and running and running and running and running or you're on the field like constantly it's like you got to sit sometimes and just look at it from a, from a bigger perspective you got to look at your situation from a, a bigger perspective going is this really working you know, is this is this really forcing and, you know, all this endurance, it's not going to last. It doesn't last. You know, how many times we wanted to be like, I just want to know how to rest. I want to know how to really feel because like sometimes you'd have bouts of like, oh my God, I actually rested today. But that was like one in a, you know, in two years that you'd, you'd actually feel that rest. But it's like, no, every day we need to take that time to rest take a break between the, you know, the stress of working and find a way to, you know, like alleviate stress in all elements of our life. It's like how much stress were we putting and creating in our life? That was so unnecessary. Yeah. I mean, well, we didn't know at the time, obviously, because, yes, I mean, given the time and the circumstance, you could you could understand why we would be in that way and there's no other way we could have gotten, kind of got out of it in in that time but it got to a point where it's like you've i think we squeezed so much out of it there was absolutely nothing left and then the baby obviously knew and the timing was all just like it's time for change and we already felt like change is coming <laughs> and it like i did not expect that that would happen well i think one of the major differences here just reflecting back on it is 
it was very difficult. It was, it was incredibly stressful. Nothing was able to get done. But I think it was probably especially stressful uh, and tiresome because we didn't have any defined uh, g- g- like goal or strategy. Yeah. We've spoken about this, right. yeah. Which because yeah. and I think the ha- lacking the definition mm. of of outcome or having some kind of clear actual pathway that we were walking, right? We were basically just blindly stumbling into something, yeah. And it was like just hoping that it was somewhere it was, where we wanted to go. That's right. And it was it was like just just the simple act of stumbling itself mm. was almost enough for us to be like, okay, we're stumbling, so at least we're not stagnating. We're moving somewhere, right. and that's you know. Maybe that's not always a good thing. Maybe mm. sometimes it is better to just stand still and stop moving because you could be moving in the wrong direction. I think for me now, my you know, I'm working long hours, you know, six days a week, but I'm not bothered and I'm not exhausted. Mm. And I think that's because, especially with the baby in the picture, I now have like this 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 understanding or an awareness now of a, of a role that I have to play, mm. of a response, an overarching responsibility that I have, and so. Now it's it's when I as I as I'm working, it's like I know what it's for. Mm. I know what I'm working for. I know what I'm doing all this stuff for. Yeah. And so that especially with work taking up the you know majority of the day, essentially, it's a lot easier to structure the rest of the day around it. Yeah. And so I know what the I'm doing with most of my time during the day. So it makes it a whole lot easier to go off and do that. Yeah. So I'm not feeling as exhausted. Plus I'm I'm well like I'm well paid for mm. it too. So it's not like I'm spending all my time away doing this job yes. and Crappy it's bringing back, you know, yeah. bugger all. Like the last few jobs that I had, it was exhausting doing those because I wasn't, I was spending all this time working and very, seeing very little in the paycheck from it. This job is very different. Yeah. And so, but I, I think having that clear, defined awareness of why it is that I'm doing it is makes it significantly easier to continue to show up in that way. It's not, it's not exhausting. It's not tiresome. I can continue doing it. I think as well um, when you asked me is the pressure, it's like there's no pressure anymore because I have a responsibility. I know it's that defined like I know now what I need to do at least for this one thing. You know, I need to look after my body and make sure that my body is healthy and the environment that my baby's growing in is healthy, that I'm making sure that I'm more aware and conscious. I'm actually putting into more conscious practice everything that I've been doing over the last two years, but really putting it into like bringing it into my physical body and my reality rather than having it as a theory and something that I kind of do every now and then. I'm living it and I'm applying it. In Even if I'm sitting there, I'm very conscious and aware of my body. And like if I'm not doing much, even if I'm watching a film, I'm sitting there and I'm making sure that I'm breathing. Yeah. And I'm conscious and it's it's very different now because I have, yeah, this new responsibility that's kind of come into our life. Like I'm going to be a mother. I need, I need to research or not research but be aware that there's uh, my, our whole life is, our whole life's changed. We're going to be parents and that's very different to how we've been living, you know, that's like t- huge roles and we've been talking about how we want to parent and how we want to raise our child and all of this. And it's it's here. This um, is kind of happening. So there's this one thing, but it's solid. It's something that we can actually measure or not measure, but um, tangibly experience. It's a goal that we have. We know the time frame yeah. and we know like what we kind of roughly what we need to do, but where we need to look, we have an idea. There's, there's a, It's like a, it's a goalpost. And at least that we can aim for that and then 
to see where this takes us. I'm less stressed because I, I need to be less stressed. If I'm finding myself like getting elevated in anxiety, I'm I'm very quick to check and breathe, walk out of the room, making sure like before I didn't do that. I would just hit the roof and I wouldn't be able to manage it very well. But now this is actually centering me and grounding me and this like just new awareness of my physical body. It's it's an amazing experience. And it is, it's that that thing that we've we've actually got something clear, this this defined responsibility that it's just, yeah, it's just beautiful change. In it's making life. everything for me significantly clearer, I think. And more it's, important. It's, yeah, absolutely. Everything I feel like with my focus, mm-hmm. it's just sort of naturally coming into where I wanted it to kind of go. So I've been really trying to figure out a way to get back into listening to podcasts, but especially because predominantly I'm just listening to uh, kind of news and current affairs type podcasts, but I've been wanting to get back into economics. So that now, especially now that there's income, I can know how to best manage the money ultimately, or I can just be aware of certain things throughout the economy just Mm -hmm. so that we can just make better financial decisions and uh, on a small scale, obviously, because it's not like we're we're inundated with cash. We're not flush with cash. Mm, No way. We're not at all. We have expenses. And especially with the doula and the midwife, the home birth, all that kind of stuff, that's a significant expense that we're going to have to cover. So it's not even like I'm working, we're getting good income and then we'll be able to just save it up and in a couple of months' time we'll have 10 grand Mm -hmm. and we'll be able to do whatever we want with it. No, it's like that money all has to go to to making sure we have the birth we want, right? And then after that, we're going to be moved out and we're not going to have as much spare cash every week Mm -hmm. to be able to just bank up, right? It'll be a significantly smaller amount. But we will start to be able to save a little bit and then it's it, it kind of is it's being able to prepare yeah. um, for potent- what could potentially be around the corner financially. And so I've been wanting to kind of get into that. I've been wanting to pay attention, get back into the getting used to, you know, hearing all the jargon, all the information again and being up to date with that stuff because that's incredibly important, yeah. right? especially if we're going to have a family. Yeah. What the next moves we're going to make are in a financial sense, uh, incredibly, yeah, very important. (laughs) You know, if we're not paying attention, we could potentially get absolutely smashed. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of people, a lot, a lot of economists are talking a recession next year. This is, I I listen predominantly to US economists Mm -hmm. and uh, financial advisors, but, you know, what what happens in the US a lot of time, you know, affects affects the rest of the world. And I mean, because it's a, it's a relatively global economy and mm. a globalized type, uh, you know, society. So, one if one particular area of the global economy is impacted, like one country, let's like if China's impacted or something happens in China, that's going to influence, you know, the United mm. States. It's going to sure. influence us here. Yeah. Because there's global supply chains. They all feed into each other. Yeah. We're all connected. That's right. And so, it's like I, I, you get some really good commentary and uh, financial advice, listening to certain podcasts and certain people. Mm. And, yes, a lot of them are saying next year recession in the first or second quarter. And I'm thinking, okay, if that's going to be the case, then how can I shore myself up? How can I shore up our income? Mm. And a lot of their recommendations are things like, um, you know, reducing your debt, consolidating your debt Mm -hmm. so that you don't have all these loans, you don't have to pay all this interest to all these these different, you know, you know, you don't have all this debt that yeah. you have to pay all this interest on, especially if central banks are raising interest rates and, you know, it's getting harder and harder to service loans and mortgages and things like that. 
I mean, we don't have any of that. <laughs> so, and it's not so much uh, impacting us, but in a, in, a, in a recession and, you know, a lot of people are saying, you know, the potential for deflation and uh, this is me just relaying information and yeah, how yeah. it's relevant to perhaps my decision making. Yeah. And they're, they're talking about uh, the potential for a deflationary type environment where money essentially, the value of money increases, but money becomes scarcer. Right. And, you know, that's not – it's it's good if you've got plenty of cash because the cost of everything comes down. Like in inflation, obviously, the price of everything goes up. Mm-hmm. So, you know, things get more expensive and I think we've all kind of experienced how expensive the bloody – you know, it is going and shopping for food at the supermarket. Obviously, petrol is, a, is another yeah. classic right now. In a deflationary environment, obviously, all those prices come down, but money itself also becomes scarcer. And so, if you've got a lot of cash, it's <laughs> the cash becomes incredibly valuable, yeah, right. and you can afford a whole lot more. Yeah. And so, you know, kind of taking those sorts of things into account, I'm like, the most important thing in a, in a situation like that is to make sure that you've actually got the income, like shore up your job, make sure that you've got that job security so that you can actually continue to earn an income yeah. during a kind of recession yeah. so that you're not, you know, you're not sort of thrown out and you're not in this financial abyss yeah. where nothing's coming in, you can't afford anything and, and you can't get a job or anything like that. So yeah. I've been focusing on just working my ass off where I am so that I can be basically, because I'm, I'm on a casual basis, but I can be, you know, first pick for, for work, okay. for shifts. Yeah, oh, for shifts. For yeah. shifts, just shifts themselves, right? Yeah. So I'm not going to, you know, if, if things, if we do get hit in Australia with mm-hmm. some something of a recession and have to cut back hours or cut back shifts or there's less work, mm-hmm. then I'm not going to be in that first, I'm not going to be the first guy off the rank when it yeah. comes to getting let go or getting my hours cut. Yeah, right. You know, I'll be the last one. And so that's why I've been working really hard yeah. to try and make sure that, I am higher priority when it comes to getting shifts. Yeah. So, uh, you, like you sort of mentioned briefly before, one of the one of the the kind of bosses at the warehouse um, was talking to me today, and he dropped the idea of offering, you know, being offered full time where I am, which is awesome. Like, yeah. I don't think everyone gets offered full time, right? When you're three weeks there, yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> that's something. That a few months down the track, uh, that is is something potentially we could look at. Mm-hmm. And that'll be really good because obviously, and he because he was saying too, uh, he mentioned a few times, you know, the job security, job security, mm. and it, it's kind of interesting because I, I feel as though if things were were stable and things were strong, it's like the job security is just implied; it's inherent, right? Yeah. I work I work in the Seven Eleven supply chain, yeah, and so Seven Eleven, if things are great, right? Obviously, Seven Eleven's like a yeah, it's a it's a staple. Yeah, you know, everyone knows Seven yeah. Eleven. You know, you go, you fill up your car there. It's like a small convenience store. Yeah. It's nothing's going to happen to it, right? Mm. And it's in the logistics for that. It's in the supply. It's in Seven Eleven supply chain. Mm. So how, you know, job security shouldn't even really factor into it if things are great. <laughs> but I don't know. I just got the sort of, oh, it, I got the impression that. Yeah, maybe uh, they'd obviously be very well aware of what's happening in the greater economy. I mean, they have to be. They'd have to be, right? <laughs> Especially if you're a multinational, you know, business, a yeah. corporation. You know, you you have to you, you have to be aware of the environment, oh, the drop rating within. Yeah. And so, anyway, him suggesting that it's kind of implies that yeah, I mean, perhaps they are getting ready for yeah. a some some kind of financial. Well, they've been kind of difficulty. talking about it for the last two years, or saying this could be the. 
outcome, financial outcome in the economy. They just don't know when it was going to happen, yeah. but kind of coming close because I think um, it was like supposed to happen in 22 because in that everyone went crazy about is there not going to be any food there's um you know there's not going to be any water they're going to shut off all electricity and the water and it was like extreme. Yeah. oh god it was ridiculous um and then i think they actually said that first in 2021 and then it was going to happen again yeah. but then it didn't <laughs> and it's like okay but then yeah as soon as i think the the was it the second half of this year people started talking about 2023 yeah they were like 2023 it's it's a good year, but it's going to be a hard year, another hard year. But it's going to be good in the sense that it's again going to be that that um, uh, that transition or that mm. overcoming the crisis kind of thing. It's like we're going to we need it needs to get worse in order to get better still because we're not quite there yet. I think yeah. although it's been oh well, horrid, absolutely but- it's still it's still going and the. <sighs> Like, again, I, I'm not an economist. I'm not qualified. None of this is financial advice, right? I'm just listening to learning. things and I'm trying to learn and educate myself. Yeah. So, just pretty much like the gist of a lot of what I pick up on. A, a big thing for those who did not advocate for lockdowns was the economic impact of shutting down supply chains. And, you know, if you shut down supply chains around the world, you're disrupting the global economy. You're, and that's going to have a ripple effect that will last for a very long time. And I think we're absolutely still recovering from it. We knew there was going to be high inflation as a result of all this because of the way that supply chains were cut down. Mm. You know, people couldn't work either. You know, when you stop people from working and they're not producing, there's less products in the economy. Yeah. But then it's that's that in itself is probably relatively uh, you know, like deflationary in itself yeah. because there's less people that are earning an income. There's less money expenditure going on. There's less products to spend money on. So maybe they balance each other out so it doesn't actually it doesn't actually infl- impact prices too much. But then you had all the, st- all the money no products. So had- last Christmas, just quickly, last Christmas, you couldn't get, like there was nothing around. There was no, no, no clothes. There, yeah. was no, there were no products. There was like half of the products that you'd get usually because of lockdowns, especially here in Victoria. I don't know how it was around, around the rest of the country. But I remember when we went to um, look for Christmas decorations, like where, where is everything? Mm. Like, well, we've been locked down, of course, and we haven't, like no one, like there's been no delivery because you haven't been able to have deliveries you no one was working yeah. so you can't you can't order any um, any stock because we're all closed yeah well there was so there was obviously a reduction in production yeah and then you had all the the money printing and the stimulus checks yeah. and all that that were going out the job seeker and job job keeper and obviously if you accept the premise that the lockdowns were necessary well then yeah you'd go okay the job seeker and the job keeper were absolutely necessary right and i mean that was the situation the reality of it was that we were doing all the lockdowns and we were going through all that so yeah people were thrown out of work and they needed to be compensated right they needed to live still yeah but if we if that never got to that extreme if we took the more sweden approach then we never actually did that. We didn't have to shut down so much. People didn't have to lose their bloody jobs. Wouldn't have had to potentially go to that extreme. Wouldn't have had to go that far with all the money printing, right? And when you re- like decrease production, you decrease how many goods and services are being put out there into mm-hmm. the economy. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden you pump people all this extra buying. money into it, into people's yeah. pockets. There's all this money now that's free to chase less products. So that's mm-hmm. going to have an inflationary impact. It's going to drive the price of things up. So it was like that was it was always going to be some kind of inflationary you know situation that was going to arise out of it, but there's you know I think I think probably one of the reasons that 2023 is uh, you know, more of an economic you know, there's there's 
more potential for 2023 to be harder economically is because there's I think there's you know but the like changing the, policy yeah. changing monetary policy coming yeah. into 2020 the end of 2022 into 2023 where they've been raising interest rates mm. but there's gonna they're gonna have to hit some sort of ceiling where they can they can't keep raising them because people can't afford Absolutely. to service their debt otherwise yeah. people are already struggling and then if you go past a certain point it's not it's not only you know consumer debt and obviously people's mortgages and everything but it's also sovereign debt it's national debt mm. i know victoria's debt is astronomical compared to the other states in the country and it, it like debt be. around the world you know if you keep raising interest rates then you know, you've also got the country itself to think about you know so it, there's only so far and they'll have to kind of come back down you know there's there's like there's so many different factors and everything I, like yeah, in, I play. it's not simple it's it's so not simple especially now it's, it's, not. it's so interesting i find it so interesting obviously like the, I, i'm so fascinated by this that's why mm. i really am interested in getting involved in in finance that's yeah. somehow in the financial world uh it, it, through some bloody back door <laughs> <laughs> so but yeah like all these sorts of things i'm trying to get myself reacquainted with and yeah. re-familiarize myself with uh with all these terms and and everything so I'm, I'm kind of having fun with that and i've been able to now that the dust has sort of settled a little bit on our situation i've been mm. able to restructure my sort of mornings before i go to work so i can actually get back out in the yard and be working and contribute around the house in the yard like that was it's kind of the deal though. it's been difficult but mm. now i can actually spend a bit of time a couple of hours in the morning doing that i can listen to podcasts in the meantime and uh you know be be re-educating myself and then uh, you know educating myself and so that's that's been something Good. that's really a really nice development that's happened over the last few days yeah nice and i was looking into i was looking into the credit card i applied for the credit card yep. uh, a couple of days ago so that's basically it's all submitted i've sent off all the documentation so it just remains now to mm. be whether i'm approved or not and i think i would not be surprised if i'm not approved just yep. because i've only just started this job and i've yep. only got a couple of weeks of paychecks behind me. But if I am, great. If not, I'll just try again in a few months' time. Yeah. And, yeah, we'll go from there. And I was looking into uh, also uni courses mm-hmm. for accounting and bookkeeping. And they're a little bit, little bit, um, I'd say a little bit pricey, but they're not really that pricey compared to <laughs> what I did osteo. Uh, but, yeah, they, we're looking at sort of six to ten grand depending on sort of uh, if it's a cert. Sorry that I took that away from, for the dual and the middle. <laughs> oh, that's okay. No. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, not yet. Mm. Not yet for those courses because you can. You don't have to pay it all up front. You can do a fortnightly yeah, right. pay-as-you-go yeah. type thing. Uh, but I a little while ago, I, I bought an Excel course from mm. I think Stack Skills is the website. Yeah, I got it like super cheap. That was during the pandemic. There yeah, were heaps and heaps of online courses constantly so being advertised yeah. on social media, yeah. shitloads of them. And I got the one that was on Excel. It was like 17 bucks. It's like <laughs> hundreds, if not like $1,000 or something for the whole course. But it was like fire sale. I got it for like 17 bucks. It's like a comprehensive Excel course. Brilliant. And so it's like, okay, if I want to go into that kind of world, yeah. then it'd be, yeah, I mean, Very I've got handy. what resources do I have available right now that I could potentially utilize to put myself in the best position going forward, whether I do end up going in into study or whatever or if it's if i look at seeing if i can get into some kind of entry-level job mm. uh and and i can be incredibly proficient with excel you know mm. that might be a you know a, a good feather in the cap which i don't currently have so i'm going to pretty much now in the mornings focus on trying to get through the excel course and get really really good with excel itself <laughs> obviously i use it all the time such a nerd i love it <laughs> <laughs> obviously i use it all the time for our yeah 
personal finance, our budgeting mm. and everything. But I use it like the most basic formulas. <laughs> and I could probably run it a whole lot smoother probably. if I actually knew like more formulas. Oh my gosh, when you learn it further, oh my gosh, you're going <sighs> to re. I'm going to be nesting formulas within formulas within formulas. <laughs> and it's just going to be nuts. You, you, you're literally. You're going to redo like, all of our spreadsheets. There'll be like one box in the, in the top corner, like the top left corner that you like sell A1. And that's the only cell you have to input data into. <laughs> and like you just put that number in, it's just the whole rest of the spreadsheet is just going to be <laughs> all the numbers will just come out and be beautiful uh, uh, it'll be funny so that's pretty much now I love I, seeing I how, how much it lights you up I think it's the cutest thing I, make, I think I'm going to make another spreadsheet I think that's something that I've heard you say the most the most common thing you've said over the add. last month I have to add this but I think I might just make a whole new I might make a whole new spreadsheet for this in particular well the latest one I mentioned yeah what was it uh, time budgeting time, time. Yeah. obviously you budget money but how do you budget your time Ooh. So like take the take the the money the financial spreadsheet as a base, and then obviously subtract <laughs> like take out the, the money. Yeah. The, and you're not budgeting the specific expenses, I but but what perhaps do you want in your day? So what are the what are the the things that you want to do during your day? <laughs> so like a to do list. It's sort of like it's like a daily to do list. So yeah. you got like exercise, work, study, reading. Uh, leisure, yeah. and if you let's just say take those five things for instance, sure. just to make it make it easy. Now, you ov- I obviously know that I'm going to spend you know anywhere from seven to nine hours a day. Yeah, um, at work. At work, so that leaves you know obviously if we take out eight hours for sleeping, then you're left with you know what seven hours to do other things. Seven, five to seven Would hours. Would you say exercise is part of your job? Yeah, yeah, I would. Because yeah. you stretch before and after as well. Yeah, it, it's absolutely. Like a whole thing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But then it's like, okay, so you got five to seven hours, you know, for the rest of the day. Yeah. Are you going, you know, how, how am I going to spend that? Yeah. You know, you say you spend time. You yeah. know, you say you spend money, you spend time spend type time thing. So it's like, it, yeah. you, you know, budget time the same way that you uh, you budget. It can't, it's, I guess it would sort of be like a daily schedule type thing. Yeah. But it's, I don't know, just, just having a little bit of fun with it and oh. doing it on Excel. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Yeah. Yeah, and so budgeting, like, okay, I want to spend an hour. I want to like the budget. My my budget for reading for the day is like an hour, <laughs> and then how and then time, like how much time did I actually spend reading, and then input that in, and then if there's you know if I'm if there's a oh, difference. Oh, you're so like, cute, honey. Like I still got to read. I still got to read for fifteen minutes or something. For <laughs> that was just something I was thinking about. That's fun. Like, I thought that'd be a bit of fun. That is fun. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it's. It's things are sort of happening a little bit. It's nice to get back into you know, to refocus myself, like outside of work and all yeah. that sort of stuff, into it something that I'm a little bit more interested in. Again, like I'm not going to go headfirst into it because I've learnt that it doesn't really always work. Obviously, from my experience, <laughs> where as soon as we get the slightest yeah. hint of inspiration, it's like that's it. That's take the it, thing. Yeah. take it. And I mean, we kind of had I think to. We're like- yeah, I ha- feel like we like tackled everything in front yeah. of us to get there. Yeah, that's it. To get to it, which isn't always the case because you could really um make make things bleed. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you could r- rip a few things open yeah. and, and cause more damage than which you know, good. yeah happened. So I'm not like leaping into it and going. This is you know I'm going to be an accountant or a bookkeeper mm-hmm. or something like. That. I'm gonna I'm just keeping myself very open. I you know I'd love to the 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 manager I was speaking to today. He you know he even I think he mentioned. The idea of you know further opportunities within the company, especially oh, especially if I go, because I currently I'm working through a labour hire company, 
and I'm being employed by the warehouse yep. through the labor hire company. Yep. So, if I went full-time, obviously, do away with the labor hire company and I'd be working just for the warehouse full-time. So, that would give me more opportunities internally in the warehouse to be able to, I guess, move around, move up or, you know, I'd, and I'd be incredibly interested in that. You know, I've never actually been in a job where I was, where I would even consider the idea of moving up mm. through the ranks type thing. But, yeah, here, I'd absolutely give it a go. That's Give so leadership cool. roles a go, see what happens. You know, if I'm interested in the finance, the financial side of things, maybe there's also something I can work out with, you know, anything in their sort of accounts department or anything like right. that. See. Just, just sort of see. Opportunity. That's it. Like just continue to see what opportunities are yeah. available and move through. So that's kind of that's kind of where I'm at Love at it. the moment. It's pretty. It's a big mouthful. It's a big mouthful. Sorry, I've been talking for like the last fifteen minutes flat. It's okay. <laughs> I wanted to talk. Is, is there anything else sort of you wanted to speak about on that front? Because I'm sort of done. Did you want to prompt anything else? Anything you were curious about or want to talk about uh, on that sort of level? No, I don't think so. I wanted to bring up your cute little pregnancy clay mold yeah. <laughs> that you made yeah. and the birth altar and talk about that a little bit. Because yeah. I, I want to talk about I, – I want to try with the podcast just quickly – uh, it's. I like the fact that you're pregnant <laughs> for many reasons. <laughs> okay. But I, I think for the podcast, I mean, I know our shtick, it's about the process. So, like, it's fine if I'm sharing this kind of stuff too. But yeah. we're going through a pregnancy and we're going through a specific type where yeah. we're going through the home birth. home birth. Obviously, we have a particular perspective, but I think it's really cool if we can perhaps talk about the experience a fair mm. bit because if anyone else who is pregnant interested yeah. in a home birth, then obviously it could be beneficial us sharing the, our experience for, you know, them to hear. Absolutely, yeah. So, you know, obviously, if you've been listening to, you know, our perspective <laughs> and the way we sort of live our life yeah. and where our values are. But, yeah, I mean, an, another part that's important for the pregnancy is, yeah, for you and for, for us, obviously, is to have a nice little space. And this was recommended by the doula, right? Yeah. It was also, I've seen it, um, I think it's part of, uh, it must be part of like kind of the doula package or um, encouraged by other um maybe maybe midwives depending on like where you're at it's more of a, it's just a sacred kind of altar that you have for the pregnancy and the birth so i've seen on some home births um there's they have like fairy lights around they set the whole room up and then they've got affirmations on just so you've got something to look at if you're you know moving to fear and you're in pain and it says my body was was made to do this I was bought I was like the female body can't I can do this and just to encourage and remind that bringing in the energy of empowerment and confidence and love and ease and like just pure sacredness of this beautiful ritual that is so natural how we've just moved moved away from that and just to bring this back into to a birth to a birthing space is just so beautiful and so what a birth altar is it just kind of honors the sacredness of it of the pregnancy of the the whole experience of the of the birth so i um I've been working on a little altar and it's kind of already changed a few times. I'm like, I have to keep it simple because we don't have a lot of room in here. And we've got a cat who loves to do, cat um, do the cat stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so um, at the moment, there's just like one crystal, a candle. And then I made a clay little mini vase, which is on my Instagram. I uh, might not be on there anymore as my story. 
Oh, you didn't actually post it. You just did a story. No, but I want to post it when I do it nicely because right. I haven't I've been, haven't been able to take a nice picture of it. Cause it's a bit it's a bit awkward. Uh, <laughs> and um, so what this represents is just yeah, just to remind me that I'm pregnant for starters. <laughs> it is it's still a re- like it comes and goes. Like I woke up was it this morning at around four o'clock. I had to pee, and I kind of got up. I'm like oh, I'm pregnant. Like, oh, it like hit me weirdly. I'm like, am I or am I not? Like I had to kind of, I was like in in-between. I was also you know, early in the morning. It was kind of these days. I'm like, no, I am. And it's just this like weird, it's a weird sensation. Well, at least you can see it when you look down now. Now got I've got a bump. So it's, yeah, but it's still something. It's not the easiest thing to kind of like, like oh, yep, like that's, it's happening and it's there. And Pfft, I so would if I oh, was pregnant. Oh, yeah, you <laughs> <laughs> You'd be more excited about the breasts than the belly. I am no <laughs> but yeah um it's I just thought that it I don't know I've always wanted but I'm, I, we had clay actually from uh it was a wedding gift from a friend and it was supposed to be a couple's kind of activity but well, we, never, we never really got to it. Arguably, arguably we did. We 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 did what couples in love do, and I contributed to the situation, which <laughs> made made making May- <laughs> that particular object necessary. That's true. Indirectly, indirectly, <laughs> I helped you make that. Yeah, you yeah. knocked me up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is. It really does. I wake up and I just smile now, and I see it, and I'm connecting with it, and it's really it changes the energy of the pregnancy. I love the. I, I just love making things sentimental and sacred. Mm. I really like that idea because I just feel if if you don't put in the effort and the energy to make something really special like that, you don't. You you perhaps take it for granted, or you'll miss yeah. the you know the, the the nuance of the situation. Yeah. You know all the, all the different occurrences and the sensations yeah. and the feelings and just ex- exactly what experience we're having right now. Yeah. And I think that that creating the altar to kind of represent that experience is just it, it's a beautiful thing i really mm. like it because it's continuously reminding you to be present to be mm. in the situation and to to make sure that yeah you soak it up because yeah. it's not going to be here forever i know i just like i keep saying over the last couple of days we haven't been podcasting about it but i'm like i know it's just gonna fly it's mm. just gonna fly so um when you asked me the other day oh are you excited to have a big belly and i'm like i'm really just being with this small belly right now and I want to really be present with every like little step, every day, a little bit of growth that kind of happens because I'm going to miss having the little belly. Yeah. And when I get the big belly, I'm going to be like, oh, like yeah. who knows? I might actually love it. You know, I, I don't know what I'm like, but I don't want to miss this. I don't want to miss what's happening now because, I mean, the baby's is the size of a prune at the moment. <laughs> so it's, you know, like whereas just like I feel like it was only yesterday it was the size of a little blueberry. Yeah. And then it went from a blueberry to an olive. On, and- <laughs> on Thursday, Thursday will be my fourth week at work. Yeah. So it's already been a month that yeah. I've been working. Like it, it, it has flown. It's Time flown. has flown. So I'm really enjoying. I'm like I've already got a bump. Like before I was kind of feeling like there was a bump and I was trying to make a bump but I was bloated. So it was like <laughs> not really working. And then in the morning I'd wake up, it was kind of a flatter stomach. But I'm like, no, have like don't. Rush. Don't wish you time don't, away. That's about. right. I'm like, I don't want to I don't want to hurry through this. I really want to be present. So I've slowed 
down everything and I because like you're it's funny because your um, pick rate it works really quickly you're working hard and you're working fast whereas I'm completely opposite I'm like I have had to slow down so I don't work well all the time like that when I get a burst of energy I can absolutely do it I can I can go if I'm lit up but I I can't do it all the time I even I even I couldn't even stay in jobs longer like because if they were too mundane they were too repetitive I got bored it was too much I'd get burnt out so I was like I could never I needed to manage my energy properly so at the moment I'm really trying to listen to my body listen to this experience and embrace it for everything it's got because you know I I might not be a great chef after this baby's born (laughs) I don't know that you know, I might not be interested in it. I'd be like, you know what, let's just get HelloFresh because it's just easier. Or let's just get – I don't I, – we have no idea. I have no idea oh, what's Possibly because who knows, you know, maybe you know, obviously a lot of the attention and the focus is going to be on the baby where now obviously yeah, it's it's, it's the, the, the focus is on you and your body and yeah. making sure. But it's I think it's just the taking the lesson and, and being like, okay, let's let's I really want to dedicate myself yeah. to this to this certain activity that I'm doing and not be activity. focused on the – well, no, but I mean I mean – uh, oh, like, like cooking sewing or cooking. sewing, yeah, that right, kind right. of stuff. Yeah, <laughs> being, pregnancy. Being, yeah, being activity. This, this activity that I'm currently <laughs> participating in. <laughs> well, that was pretty funny today. I was um, really hungry. But I'm like, I feel like I just ate. I was like, I just ate. Why am I hungry? I'm like, are you serious? And I started talking to the baby. I'm like, you're still hungry. And then I, like, I'd get like a like gurgles in my stomach. I'm like, all right, fine, let's go eat. I'm like, what do you want? <laughs> I'm just looking at the fridge and I'm like, oh, you want more lasagna? You just had the lasagna. I'm talking to the baby. I'm like, all right, let's have the lasagna. My mum's just looking at me going, you know, it's not the baby, it's you, right? I go, I just ate. And I'm like, obviously the baby just wants more. I'm like, I'm fine. I'm not hungry. The baby's hungry. I just feel that, you know, it's just like a weird knowing. And I'm like, I'm eating for the baby now. I'm like, I literally sat down. I'm like, are you better now? I had like one, <laughs> one spoonful. I'm like, I'm like, oh, that, that, that felt a lot better. I go, are you happy? Are you satisfied? Yeah. Is that good? Okay, great. All right. <laughs> it's just like That's so funny. Yes. Yeah. And I don't know. It was this probably the second time where I've kind of really like, um, communicated with it like that like kind of like out loud whereas yeah. the other time was in the car yeah and you know that was really nice just kind of it was like introducing myself because i had to kind of start talking like a mother and, and this time i was like all right you're happy yeah you're fed yeah <laughs> i'm like great okay now we're both happy because we're both satisfied lasagna was great my sister made a really good lasagna actually it was brilliant and I was like, okay, great. Now we can. Now I can go and sit down and watch my shitty Christmas movie. It was. Really, it was really good. <laughs> oh, they said it was like average. It's. Good. It was like the script was really bad. It's not that it's, that, it's not really that important. It is a little bit because I'm oh, really okay. disappointed with <clears throat> Christmas movies at the moment. I don't. There's just nothing good anywhere. I don't know where Love Actually is. I miss that. All the good stuff. Well, just if gone. you watch Love Actually, you would understand that Love Actually. Is everywhere. Is all around. Is all around or whatever. Gosh, you don't even know. How many times have we watched it together? Isn't the line love actually exists? Isn't that what it is? Is that what that line is? Like when it it comes up in the movie and then the writing comes up on the title? I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, I know I should know. Okay, don't. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, yeah, no, this it was like it was watchable. Uh, because like the characters were kind of like good, to, like good looking, so it was okay. Like it was. Are you looking at other men? No, but there was a, there was a like a good looking cast, so it's like okay, you can kind of, uh, you know, they're right. not they're not. 
and there was kind of connections and they kind of they're just the script was awful and the um production uh the production set no what is it the uh, production design that the Christmas decorations just had to be more wow because she was a, an event planner. So everything should have just been a bit more high than it really wasn't. Well, maybe the, they were trying to convey that she just wasn't – she was she was a, a mediocre No, she was planner. very, very good. Oh, well, then that maybe was the it was whole just point. a very poorly produced It was movie. very poorly produced, but it, it had potential to be really epic. But I'm like, I'm, I'll create it in my head as I watch it and that will satisfy me. Okay. I just need to get my Christmas film fix. Because there wasn't anything else that, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's something I got to do over Christmas. Get over it. <laughs> uh, no, meanwhile, I'm just like fanging around in a warehouse. And, you know, <laughs> our days are entirely different. I know. <laughs> well, at least I made use out of it. I was like, okay, how would I make this better? How would I, you know, like it was justify creative. how you want. That's fine. <laughs> it's okay. I'm joking. I love you. I love you. Yes, and I'm glad. I'm glad that you're you're you are able to do yeah. all this stuff. Well, I'm just getting passionate and about get creativity about and the visuals. Like, it's that's good. My I, thing, I'm, right? I, yeah, I'm, I'm very excited for the day that it cascades into like the thing and it solidifies into this like idea and this desire to to like. You push don't rush me. In. I'm not rushing you. I'm mm. just saying. I'm looking forward to it. So hurry right. the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Give us some extra I have money. to keep reminding you. I'm like just. Just stop. Just stop. Just sh- let me, let me do it on my, because you, you just drop like little things sometimes. Being like, so when you when you get your stuff, you know, like, so do we buy more fabric so you can make clothes, and then you know if you want to oh, sell say it, it hypothetically. Then, I know, honey. I know. It's just some, sometimes too much. I'm like, I'm I can't, I'm working on it, but I can't force it. Yeah, for so sure. So I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I get it. I understand. Yeah. Yeah. And like when we have more money, more cash coming in, when we have more cash coming in, I'm like, I'm just doing the best I can. Yeah. I'm like incubating a child. Yeah. And there's only so much I can do. <laughs> so. Yeah. Well, we'll just do do your best harder. <laughs> <laughs> we have our hundredth episode, like really rapidly approaching. That's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. That is. Who would have thought? We very would, bonkers. That's that's nice. But this is episode ninety-five. Is it ninety-five? Yeah, yeah. yeah this is ninety-five. Wow. So yes, in a couple of weeks we'll be at a hundred, which is just and fucking nuts. Stay tuned. That's going to be a really fun little. Hopefully, um, we have to uh, plan it. Yes. We have to, yeah, go back. Do you, do you want to mention what it is? No, no, nah, nah, make okay. it like yeah. Oh, we we do have a, the- a kind of like fun little little idea for the 100th episode yeah so hopefully that works if we don't watch it yeah we'll work on it yeah if we start working on it now or i have to i guess i have to start working on it now because you're out of work yeah but yeah it'll it'll be fun i'm gonna enjoy it yeah it'd be funny if it was a visual but it's like obviously it's podcast well i mean one day it would be nice and like i said it would be really nice to actually have a video a video podcast Mm. not just the audio podcast Yeah, it'd be yeah. really cool. But again, may- maybe when we move into the next house, yeah, and we can set a set space up. up and have a bit more of a permanent space. Well, there is a like a spare bedroom, and we don't have a second bed, so we can just put make that our little. We totally can, because we've just obviously we've bounced from location to location. Like we were obviously like I said, backyard studio, backyard Pascaval, and then we're here. And while we were here, it was it's on the bed. Uh, it was oh, in yeah. the Lancer 
on the bed, right. in the wardrobe, and now it's on the desk. <laughs> <laughs> so, even in like the, the month and a half since we've been back here, we've been in like five different locations. <laughs> so, when we have a bit more of a permanent a permanent uh, fixed spot, it would be nice to start playing around with, yeah. um, with video podcasts. That'd be fun. But also, I think potentially I can do it through Podbean as well. If I upgrade the subscription that we have to Podbean, I get access to a fair few more features. Ooh. So, yeah, it'd be, it'd be fun. And I would seriously... I st- I still am really kind of excited to try, you know, going live as well every now and then. Ooh, That'd yeah. be kind of fun. Yeah. Even if it's just like one episode a week going going live, like we'd yeah. have to get up nice and early. <laughs> but uh, just, just to have that experience too because I'm also thinking about with where this goes, mm. where the podcast goes, right? Because we're doing our things and then we kind of, you know, come together like this three days a week yeah. or three nights a week. And record an episode. And I'm having, I, again, I have a lot of fun doing it. I don't That's see us great. stopping anytime soon. But it's no. like, where does it go yeah. kind of thing. And I sort of look at it as it's it's our foot in the alternative media space door. Mm. So, if we if we go into our own separate sort of fields of interest and then we come back and we combine and, you know, share our insights on here, it could, become, it could properly become an actual educational sort of platform great, yeah. as opposed to simply us just just sitting here and, and sharing our experience it could be actually sharing some genuine knowledge and information that we can actually understand and be able yeah. to properly talk about you know and if there's anything that the audience talking to you um if mm. there's anything that you would like us to talk about or if there's anything you're curious about um yeah. please tell us because that would be really helpful as well i would love and, to yeah i mean you're listening so why like we want to talk about something that you're interested in as well we can what do like we, what Q&A are we doing type right? stuff too that'd be awesome yeah feedback q a type stuff like yeah. let us know what sort of content you're interested in if we start down some kind of conversational tangent and we don't quite finish it off and you want to hear the rest of it which bring one it to our of attention. our audience <laughs> is one of our um listeners uh, actually shared with us she's like hang on you never finish that cake thing <laughs> i'm going yeah. to explain it <laughs> okay. and, you know we can even have an episode that, like a, an episode a week or every yeah. fortnight or something that's dedicated to your q a or like kind of audience response type stuff yeah. again it's just seeing where it sort of goes but then also it's it's continuing to i think develop our communication communicative ability is that the right way Commun- <laughs> <laughs> It's getting late. Our communication, it's getting better, yeah. I would like to think, <laughs> as in like our ability to talk yeah. and, and express actually, ourselves yeah. over the microphone. Well, someone's already shared that with us so that we're yeah. a lot more easier to listen to in the beginning and I would agree. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I think so. I, I would like to think that we kind of flow a little bit better and maybe sound a little bit more confident. But it's also, yeah, I mean, if we continue with this, obviously we get, our skills will improve over time. We'll probably get better at knowing yeah, how to actually produce this kind of stuff, mm. the, like content. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, if we go live, get used to going live. And they're just or they're just all sort of skills that, that are going to benefit us, I, I feel mm. like. I don't exactly know what it's going to sort of turn into in the long it's term. It's a fascinating journey. But, yeah, it is really interesting. Process. It's fascinating it is a fascinating process. process. <laughs> it is a fascinating. I mean, I enjoy, like I said, it's none of what I even said today uh, or we'll, we'll talk about in the future is anything approaching financial advice or life advice or anything like that. Mm. I'm literally just sharing some of the things that stuck with me from what I've been listening to and learning. And I, that's pretty much like I'm not going to be – I'm not saying anything is definitely a certain way. I'm not saying I have the right idea of it or the right image of it, but this is at this point in time how I understand it. And I'm going to share that because it's influencing and it's informing my decision-making, yeah. which the point of this is to express and to explain 
how we're making the decisions and why we're making them and what exactly we're kind of doing on this sort of journey that we're, that we're currently undertaking. Yeah. So, a, a lot of different things inform and influence us. Yeah. And so, yeah, I kind of sometimes have to share, you know, some some stories or talk about sort of things that are happening politically or mm. in the in the news or economically or that kind of stuff because well, it all becomes relevant. It all becomes relevant to everyone. And we, we just, I guess, share how it's influencing us perhaps – yeah, I don't know, uh, creating inspiration for others, being like, actually, there was something about that the other day that actually I think I kind of want to do that. I want to start, of course, actually, I didn't even think about it, but now you reminded me or, you know, we always we get inspiration and influence by what we listen to. So we hope that, you know, something's piquing curiosity or inspiring you in, in any way. Absolutely. Because, I mean, it's even in... Even having these conversations, sometimes we sit here and I haven't even thought about stuff before mm. and we open up a space where we can, something new is coming in, new inspiration comes in and you hear that with us and it's really nice, you know, to have to be able to share that and have people actually listening because we, how many consistent listeners do we have? Oh, well. <coughs> but I'm just saying if it's a consistent listen like yeah, it doesn't oh, matter sure. how many there are is it 9 or 10 oh we, we get we get oh, for downloads each episode we're consistently hitting double digit downloads <laughs> per episode now yeah which is nice like it's beautiful yeah. it's I'm like how, that's beautiful I want to know why people keep listening yeah. and what is like what is keeping you listening I would absolutely love to know mm. Because it's something's keeping you here. I would absolutely love that. Absolutely, yeah, for I'm sure. I'm not saying that to – I'm just – it's it's really nice. So, thank you. <laughs> it makes <laughs> us feel like, yeah, we matter. And if you do like the content, mm-hmm. please like and subscribe and share it around. And if you want to get in touch with us with any of these types of things that we've just been discussing, any bit – Thoughts, uh, advice, anything that you want feedback. us to talk more about, yeah. any feedback, anything questions, like that, yeah. questions, all that type of stuff, just shoot it through. And if it's really, yeah, good and, and interesting for and a good thing to perhaps have a conversation about, yeah, I'd love to actually, you know, mention the question on the podcast yeah. and then we can talk we about it. We talk about it. Yeah. Even if you want to tell me that you think my voice is annoying and that my ideas are stupid, or I'd, that I'm I'd bring idiot. that up too. Yeah. Yeah, and we'll or talk that about it. I'm doing that. stuff wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Go and tell us. We, yeah. We need that accountability. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, our email address, which you can send th- that information off to, <laughs> is itppc at protonmail.com. <clears throat> my Instagram, if you want to DM me specifically, is logan.d.gray. And my Instagram is yuja.gray. Yes. So, yep, shoot us through. All the stuff, all the links are in the description. So, check that out if you are keen and interested. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, maybe we'll hear from you. Yes. Maybe not. That's totally okay. If it's enough just to be listening, that's totally fine. Um, stay tuned for episode 100. Yeah. That's going to be fun. Let's one. talk it up really. Like, like yeah, seven, make yeah. it huge. Yeah, and then, like, just and then scare the shit out of us. <laughs> make it so big that we, we're too terrified to actually go through with it. Nah, we've got a couple of weeks. Yeah, we'll be right. <laughs> it's fun. It is fun. I'm, enjoy- I'm looking forward to it. I love how you brought that up and I didn't. <clears throat> Usually, I would be like, don't, don't, like, ramp it up because then we'd, you know, put pressure on yeah. us. Yeah. Huh? Roles are reversing. Hey. Hey. All right. I love you. I love you. And let's have a blessed day. Yes.